and I bring you Interviewing the Legends with Ray Shasho on BBS Radio. Listen up! Hello, and welcome to another edition of Interviewing the Legends, brought to you by the Publicity Works Agency, devoted to promoting musicians and authors worldwide. Call us today at 941-877-1552 to start your free publicity evaluation. Remember, we shine only when we make you shine. Please welcome the host of Interviewing the Legends, music journalist, author, and entrepreneur, Ray Shasho. Hello once again, everyone. I'm your host, Ray Shasho. Welcome to another edition of Interviewing the Legends on BBS Radio, brought to you by the Publicity Works Agency. Call us today at 941-877-1552 or email us at publicityworksagency.com. Remember, we shine only when we make you shine. And by the Rockstar Chronicles, my new book features over 45 intimate conversations with the greatest music legends the world will ever know. Available now at bookbaby.com and Amazon.com. Canadian Music Hall of Fame group Loverboy celebrates the 40th anniversary of their five-time platinum certified self-titled album Loverboy this year. To commemorate this uh, sonic work of art, the group releases a special limited edition vinyl of the legendary rock classic via Sony Music Entertainment Canada Inc. Originally released in October of 1980, Loverboy features Many fan-favorite singles, including The Kid Is Hot Tonight, Turn Me Loose, and Little Girl. The latter serving as the inspiration behind the iconic album sleeve artwork. Contemporary Canadian artist Barbara Astman was commissioned to create the cover art and brilliantly typed the lyrics from Little Girl onto a self-portrait Polaroid as it developed. The 2020 special edition is printed with a full-cover emboss on Asman's typed text to pay homage to this process. Loverboy went on to become a major Canadian rock hit with winning a record-breaking six awards at the 1982 Junos, a record the band still holds today. Upon release, the album sold more than 700,000 copies in Canada, 2 million copies in the U.S., and 4 million copies worldwide. The band's success catapulted them into a top-five touring acts in the world, making them the first Canadian group to ever earn Columbia Records' exclusive Crystal Globe Award, celebrating the sale of over 5 million albums outside their native country. Since 1992, the band has maintained a steady road presence with Sony Legacy releasing a greatest hits compilation. The group was inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame at the 2009 Juno Awards. Please welcome Canadian musician and the lead singer of the legendary rock band Loverboy, 
Mike Greenow to Interviewing the Legends. Hello, Mike. Ray, I'm not worthy, man. It's worthy, man. <laughs> I had to cut that down, too, man. <laughs> wow, I'm getting tired just listening to that intro. Well, you know what it is. You guys now have, you know, have these such a long staying power in the music industry. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard to keep up with you guys. Congratulations, man, on forty the fortieth anniversary of the uh, debut album. I appreciate that, right? Thanks. Unbelievable, and it's coming out in red vinyl. It looks beautiful. I've got one in my hands. That's awesome. That do do you have a uh, a really cool old stereo system, like a rack system or anything like that from the uh, from back in those days? You know, like a Sansui no. or uh-huh. I got three um, a turntable. None of which are working. <laughs> I got this this thing that you could put a CD in. You could listen to the eight tra- or uh, cassette cassette tapes or records, and it all comes out of these tiny little speakers from Walmart. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> not a very good system. But Paul D, who's an audiophile, told me that this record sounds amazing. Wow. That, you know, I love vinyl. I still do, and I miss those days when you can go to the record store and. You know, look through albums and, you know, check out uh, the great photo photos on the inside and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Y- y- uh, I want to, first of all, I, you know, I, before this interview, I told you that I was, I had George Lynch, you know, docking fame. And he gave you a lot of compliments, man. He was saying that, uh, I guess you guys toured together at one time. And he said, you, you, your voice has gotten better and better, and he, he, he just, he, he was astounded. Well, that's nice of George. George is a good guy. Uh, yeah, we did tour with Duncan for quite a while in the early days, and then we did some, I did something not that long ago with the George Lynch band, um, and it was kind of a fun thing. It was in Austin, Texas, a summer night, 105 degrees kind of thing, 100% humidity. <laughs> wow. It was one of those, yeah, it was an outdoor show, too. It was fun. I, you know, I was looking at your old videos, you know, from the 80s, early 80s. I got married in 83, so I'm so familiar with the 80s sound. And I was a top 40 DJ in 79 and 80. Uh, but you, the the look you had back then, I mean, you could be in Cobra Kai, the, the new series, you know, the Karate Kid and all that. <laughs> I, started, I started before Cobra Kai. I think Cobra you did, Kai. yeah. <laughs> Just like the, the basketball players, man. That just it is necessity. They, they, I'm sure they can't uh, see the hoop without a uh, certain guys, you know, without the the headband. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you sell those headbands? Do, do you have have them on the market or anything? You know, as a, like a souvenir. Absolutely, we got them. They're like uh, they're they're not very much money. We we, we kind of sell them as a kind of 
concerts, and they stand up front and sing all the words. It's so so much fun. Oh yeah, so I can much. imagine. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get some of those headbands. <laughs> I'll go on your website. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Tom to send you one. Okay, I sure will. Talk about the inception of, you know, I mean, two of the greatest songs um, in classic rock that are still powerful today is Turn Me Loose and Working for the Weekend. I mean, Working for the Weekend, did you guys plan that? And you knew, hey, if we write a song about Working for the Weekend, it's going to get a lot of airplay. Or did it just happen? It just kind of happened. You know what it is for me? It's Originally, I think when we were working on the song, written on the page was waiting for the weekend and I never sang waiting for the weekend <laughs> once. I sang working for the weekend every time I sang it. And that's what became you know, that became the that became the name of the song. And I'm glad I changed it to working for the weekend because waiting for the weekend wasn't gotten it. Exactly. it's weird how things work out like that, isn't it? It's like destined It is totally weird. And it turned out for the best but you know, it, in reality, everybody is working for the weekend. We're just working hard all week. You know, we put the effort in, and then boom, 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 time to have a good time on the weekend. So let's go. Well, that's why it's such a huge hit even today, you know. You can't go wrong with a, a title like that. And, and t- You can't go wrong. I like that. You can't go wrong with a title like that. There you go. That, that'll be your next hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> And Turn Me Loose, man, that's a great song. As a matter of fact, before I uh, uh, was getting ready for this interview, it got stuck in my head. (laughs) It's one of those songs, you know, you you hear it and then it's always there, you know, because it's a a great tune. Thanks, man, I appreciate it. You're, you're, uh, when you guys first started, was it Kiss? That was the first uh, band you played with? Well, it was kind of a, yeah, it just kind of happened. What happened was there was a KISS concert coming to Vancouver, and it came, and the warm-up act, the New York Dolls, were uh, admitted into Canada for whatever reason. I can't imagine there's any reason for that. <laughs> but anyways, so they basically, uh, they phoned down to my manager's office, because he's the, he's the guy in town to call, and my manager called me and said, you're on stage tonight. I said, where? He goes, the Coliseum, which is the biggest venue in town, right? Yeah. And, at the time. And and I said, what's going on? He goes, you're warming up kids. And I went, no way. Because, you know, warming up kids isn't really something you, you look forward to. Because a lot of kids warm up bands get booed off the stage. Yeah. So we're lucky we didn't get booed off the stage. We, the 45-minute set ran. It just like almost like it didn't even happen. We didn't even have our, our uh, bass player uh, with the band yet. We were using... Mm. Uh, Jim Clinch, the bass player for April White, because he was in town and he was a friend of ours and he yep. was just kind of hanging out at a rehearsal hall, you know, having some fun. And uh, he was so nervous when we went on stage that he forgot how some of the songs went, because he only practiced with us for a couple of days. And so he, he looked like a deer in the, in the headlights, you know, and that kind of look. I looked over at him and the song is starting on the keyboard, your, your favorite song, Turn Me Loose. And I walked over to him and I whispered into his ear, do, 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 do. That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, and then he went on and played the song. And it was just like, that that's the kind of night it was. And to be honest with you, I was so darn nervous. I don't even remember much more of the show than that. <laughs> so I, I, you don't remember meeting Kiss that night. <laughs> uh, I don't really remember, but it's 
you know, I, oh God, first gig, we hadn't even done a record out. We hadn't even done any concert. It was the first concert we ever did, and it was in front of, you know, 17,000 kid fans. <laughs> and we got away with it. So, yeah. you know, that, that, that was a good moment. Man, you played with a lot of big bands, and, you know, I mean, you just kind of meshed well with everybody, you know? It, uh, Cheap Triggs, Easy Talk, Kansas, Def Leppard. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And you still, your fans are still very loyal to you guys, even today. I mean, I, I looked on YouTube, and you guys get tons and tons of uh, great comments from all your fans. It's, it's, it's. Uh, you know what? That is a real positive thing. We've always been a positive energy band. Yep. High energy rock and roll with, with, with positive lyrics. And, and, and the whole thing we try to do is we don't get preachy. We just try to have a good time. And we want to have at least as good a time as the audience, which is tough to do because the audience has a pretty damn good time. Yeah, it, it, that goes a long way when you say positive, you know, a positive attitude does go a long way and you bring, you know, you generate positive music, positive vibes, it, you know, that's a great thing and that that's that's why you guys are so successful. Well, that's probably part of the reason and we do have great bands. Um, you know, a lot of them become friends over the years. Mm -hmm. We go to, uh, every time we go to a city to play a concert, we've got quite an extensive guest list and it's because over the years we became friends with a lot of our yeah, I've interviewed most of the you know the legendary Canadian bands over the years. You know, April Wine, uh, Burton and uh, Burton Cummings, uh, Randy Bachman. You know, all great guys, man. You know, living all over Canada. Uh, the only guys I haven't interviewed yet has been uh, some of the guys from Rush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to Burton Cummings last night. Funny you should mention his name. Yeah, yeah. We've got quite a few good. Uh, uh, musical en uh, entertainers in this country absolutely goes back goes back a long way. And how about comedy? <laughs> you know, and comedy. We got some funny, crazy people in this. Yes, you do. Second City TV. You, uh, John Candy is one of my favorites of all time. Oh yeah, you he know, fabulous, he? he's great. I saw a bio of him. I I didn't realize he owned a football team up up there. You know, the Canadian football team. I Yeah, he he went too early. He, the guy was a genius, in my opinion. Absolutely, I can't I cannot uh, disagree that he was a genius. Yeah. I agree. But you you did a lot of soundtracks, also. You guys did a lot of soundtracks. Well, we got yeah. I, I I've done a few on my own, and I've done a few with the band. Um, Top Gun was a big one. Yeah, Heaven in Your Eyes was so Top Gun. That was a pretty cool thing to do. That was a huge movie. Are you kidding me? And the soundtrack. Yep. she's oh, got fantastic. what a boy you guys mesh very very well together you know that, that, that's a be beautiful song that's a gorgeous song 
I talk with Ro- I, I talk with Roger Fisher from time to time. He's a nice guy. You know, the original guitar yeah. player from Heart. Yeah. And uh, I've interviewed everybody in Heart ex- except for Ann and Nancy. <laughs> it, it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, now now you got something to work for. You got to talk to Ann and you got to talk to Nancy. Exactly. When you, say hi to, when you do talk to the girls, say hi to Mike Reno. Exactly. We've done some uh, quite a few shows together, but we've never sang it other than that one time. Really? Um, that's almost paradise. We never sang it other than that one time. It's almost kind of neat because we only sang it once. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys should uh, definitely get together again and, and do something, you know, collaborate. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, Absolutely. Definitely like Can't to see wait. that. So what, what do you guys, uh, uh, during COVID, what have you been doing? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a, uh, leisure but I have been my golf game's getting better. Really? <laughs> and uh, my bike riding's getting better. Yeah. Uh my fishing's getting better. <laughs> and occasionally I like go into the studio and we work on a song Paul and I work on songs here and there. We, yeah. We, we finish them up and put them on the internet as a little treat to our fans to keep them uh, interested until we come back. This COVID thing's really turned us into uh, a whole different parade of yeah, it's retirement. <laughs> kind of retirement type, type mode, I guess. <laughs> I, I tell you what, the word retirement has been in my uh, uh, in my wheelhouse for the last eight months. Mm. I, we've been off for almost 10 months now, I think maybe 10 months. That's great. Our last show was February 29th, which was leap year last year, right. uh, in Las Vegas. And we came home March 1st, and they shut the borders down shortly thereafter. Wow. Wow. It, I, you know, I, it's crazy. I, I don't know. You know, everybody, everybody I talk to, man, they, they miss a live audience. And, you know, when is this going to happen? I mean, what, what can they do? There's got to be an alternative. I mean, they talked about watching concerts in your car and, and putting shields around and, and all this other kind of stuff. There's got to be another another way to get the music out there, you know? Vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to take... Call my, I might, we might call the next album Vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name for a rock band, too. <laughs> I can see it now. Love you, boys. Vaccine. 21-21. That's funny. Or, or you can have a new band, you know, a new side project called Vaccine. <laughs> yeah, not, not a bad idea, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome, please, Vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> So, are you guys? Um, you're talking about golf. What's your handicap? Um, Twelve. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you? Where are you playing? Are you playing in Canada? To, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get it down to single digits, but it's uh, yep. now it's getting a little too cold where I live. Are, are, are you? You're playing in Canada? All the the courses in Canada? Well, I tell you what, I I like to spend a lot of the winter in California, uh-huh. uh, but. This year just isn't happening. We're not going anywhere. So yeah. I'm going to wait till the vaccine's distributed, you know, around the world, and then I'm going to start traveling again. Yeah, we we got some great courses down here in Florida, man. Awesome. awesome well, you're in Florida. I didn't know where you were. Yeah, from. that's I, great. I love Florida. I'm on the I, West Coast. I come down to Florida. I play a couple of rounds of golf every uh, every week for sure. Yeah. Have you played Alice Cooper? Um, you know what? I keep, I keep getting invited to his tournament, and then the show will come up, and I have to phone and cancel. 
Mm-hmm. But we weren't playing together. But I could see him over there. He's a good golfer. Yeah, he is a good golfer. He, he even wrote a book, I think, about golfing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he put a lot of effort into it. Like, he told me that he, he went from Budweiser to golf courses, you know? Yeah, exactly. He gave up one, he gave up one for the other. Yeah, that, that's how I think he got sober from playing golf. That's exactly right. He, he, he said he had the personality where he had to get in. I, I've heard from a lot of people he plays two rounds a day. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, he, he's he's really into it. <laughs> I I love to play, but I hurt my arm, so now I, I haven't played since I hurt my arm. I had surgery on my arm, and uh, and I also had wrist surgery, so I'm kind of a little worried, you know, about that. But uh, I need to go out there and start swinging the club again. Yeah, just start stretching it out a bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What What's this connection you had? You guys had with uh, with Putty from Seinfeld, Patrick Warburton. Well, I met him at a golf tournament, uh-huh. and we we had a really nice time. And then uh, his company, the company, hired us to do the commercial for. The car rental place. Right, right. You know the one that he does? National Car Rental, I think. Yeah. National Car Rental, exactly. Yeah. And so the deal was, he's doing his thing and he walks up to the car and he goes, I gotta tell you, just like my good friends in Loverboy, I'm loving every minute of it. And then the song starts playing. <laughs> oh, man. And we, we drive out of the place and there's like flash pots going up each side of the car as he's driving. And we're all in the car. And the whole band, I'm beside him and the rest of the band's in the back seat. It's just hilarious, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we became good friends. He's really, really a fun guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, I love I love him, man. He's co- He is so funny and so, you know, I mean, without him, it, it just wouldn't be Seinfeld. <laughs> no, he was he was fantastic. He, he plays that role very well, buddy. You know, he's a little dense, he's a little quiet, yeah. he's a little moody, and he kind of talks like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> monotone, very monotone. You know, no, no one. That's right. Yeah, I I was lucky enough. I I, I know uh, Kenny Kramer, the original Kramer. <laughs> And uh, that's who they based it off of. You know, Larry David was a neighbor of his, and that's how they got started and, and based, you know, the character off of him. He, he's cool. Oh, really? That's, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. He, he does a, a a tour in New York, and he shows you all the Seinfeld sites and things like that. And he actually does the bus oh, tour himself. Cool. <laughs> he's a pretty good good guy. Good guy. Mike, here, here's a question I ask everybody, and I get some interesting answers. Uh, if you had a Field of Dreams wish, uh, like the movie, to perform, collaborate with anyone from the past or present, who would that be? I would give anything to be on stage with the Beatles. The Beatles, yeah. I've got to be honest with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just I love the Beatles. When the Beatles first came out, I just went, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I just said, this is what I'm going to do right here. Right here is what I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm going to do. That I even sent a letter to the Beatles saying, I should be your drummer because I started really? off as a drummer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't really, I don't believe I did get uh, a return mail on that one yet, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> Have you met any of them? Um... I have not, but uh, I'm looking forward. To, I'd love to meet Paul. Yeah, 
Actually, you should be in Ringo's All Star Band. It's time they know oh, yeah. they need to change up, yeah. and that would be perfect for you. You know, that would be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait, and then then I could say I hung out with the Beatles. There you go. There you go. I, I've seen. I, I covered a lot of Ringo shows, and uh, he's had the same group. I mean, they're, they're they're excellent musicians. You know who they have in the band now, but you know, Greg Raleigh's in there. Of course, Todd Rundgren's always in there, but. You know, it, I think it's time for them to change it up again. You know, they usually change. Jack, Jack Blaze, Jack Blaze plays with them once in a while. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And and, you and know, uh, I don't know if Wally Palmer was ever in the band. Wally Palmer from the Romantics, I think he might have been with them for a while. Yeah, I think so. I know Wally. I know Wally. He's a Facebook friend, and I talk to him from once in a while. But uh, yeah, exactly. I think you'd be perfect in the band. You know, they Burton was a Burton was in there. You know. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Burton's a funny Burton guy. Sing, man. Man, he can sing. He can sing and play. He can play every one of his songs on the piano and just sing beautifully. You just you can't believe how good he is. Burton's a funny guy too, man. His impressions. Have you heard his impressions? Uh, you know what I know most about Burton, other than he's a good friend and a, a very nice man and a great singer, is that he is a music uh, musicologist. I think. I'd probably say musicologist, if that's a word. He has <laughs> access to so many songs, and he actually taught me a good way to keep your songs. He says, we know when you get rid of your old phones, and you can put like 64 gigs of stuff on these phones. Right. <laughs> he says, if you don't use the phone again, just load it up with music and keep it, keep it around, and then plug that in and play the music from that particular phone. I thought, what a great idea. Hmm. Next time you talk to him, ask him to do the Gordon Lightfoot imitation. <laughs> oh, Gordon! We call him we call him Gordon Heavy Toe. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, it's just kind of a joke. <laughs> you know, he's, a, he's a great guy too, and what's the great songs he's written? <clears throat> I, I tell you, man. Trying to get him to calm. We're, we're trying to get him to calm down, though. <laughs> <laughs> to calm down. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. But Mike, you got anything else you want to promote? What, what's going on now with uh, a, a new album coming out or anything like that? Are you working on anything? Working on some new music. Paul and I, we've got a few new things going. We're going to finish them up, put them on our website, loverboyband.com. Right. So everybody go there. We just give them away for free now. No point trying to sell them. Nobody buys them anyways. Uh, not in the present day. They just get them off the internet. So we might know. be the ones giving it away. It's a shame, huh? It's it's a different different era now. It's unreal. You know, I remember I remember I remember going to concerts and you know the the standard price was six fifty, five fifty, and four fifty, and you saw three heavyweight bands, and they would do that so you can buy their album, and that's where the money was. Right. Now it's the reverse. <laughs> yeah, now it's the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to be out there just as soon as it's. Uh, I got a feeling you'll be at Ruth Eckerd Hall. I think you played there before in Clearwater, and that's, that's oh, it's, yeah. I love Ruth Eckerd Hall. That's awesome. Hey, listen, how about the Tampa Bay team last night, huh? There you go. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> wow, I was rooting for them. Uh, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. 
Well, he he's he's incredible. But Tampa Bay defense, man, they really stepped up. They really stepped they, up. They, they they shut those guys down because um, uh, New Orleans was playing really really strong yesterday. They were really they were really awesome. I thought they were going to take them, and then all of a sudden the defense started holding them back, and I thought, oh, yeah. How cool is it if they make it to the Super Bowl? Because you know the the uh, Super Bowl's here in Tampa, so. That would be so cool. Unfortunately, we're not going to have a lot of fans. You know, I, I just, it's, it's such a, it's sad, you know. You know, you can't celebrate. Yeah, and, yeah. and then we won in hockey, too. You know, we the, the Lightning won. We're the world champions well, there. We're, st- we're still mad at you about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big hockey fan. I mean, probably bigger than anything else. I should, I should be living in Canada, I think. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm, I, I like the Lightning and I like the Capitals because I'm originally from DC. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an Oveshkin fan, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's a player to have, huh? Yeah. I better get out of here. I got a couple other things to do today, Mike. And I really appreciate talking to you. Hey man, th- a lot of fun. thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. We and we hope to see the van again on the road very soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right, Good Mike. Talk to you, bud. Take care. Bye bye. Purchase Canadian Music Hall of Fame group Loverboy 40th Anniversary Vinyl Edition, also in in red, uh, edition of the multi-platinum certified self-titled album Loverboy. It's a limited vinyl LP pressing of the Canadian rock band's 1980 uh, debut release to coincide with the album's 40th anniversary. And you can get that at Amazon.com. For more information about Mike Reno and Loverboy, visit... Their official website, www.loverboyband.com. Also on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash loverboyband. And also on Twitter, www.twitter.com backslash loverboyband. Very special thanks to Tom Berger of Wolfson Entertainment Inc. for arranging this interview with Mike Reno. And of course, the dynamic duo of Doug and Don Newsom of VBS Radio for making the magic happen for each and every broadcast of Interviewing the Legends. Of course, if you have comments or suggestions for the show, you can contact me at interviewingthelegends@gmail.com. And please, please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Interviewing the Legends with Ray Shasho, for the very latest interviews. Hey, it's real news, people. And, of course, my new book is out. It's called The Rockstar Chronicles. It's Series 1. I hope to get uh, at least four in, in, the, in the series. Uh, Chronicles, Truths, Confessions, and Wisdom from the Music Legends that set us all free. You can order yours today on hardcover or ebook at bookbaby.com and amazon.com. It features over 45 intimate conversations with some of the greatest rock legends the world will ever know. Here's just a few of the people that I've interviewed and are in the book. Uh, legendary Chris Squire from Yes, Dr. John the Night Tripper, Greg Lake from Everslake and Palmer, Henry McCullough from the Joe Cocker Band, Jack Bruce from Cream, of course, and Robin Trower and all kinds of other collaborations he did. Joe Lola, who was my first interview ever. Uh, Played with Manassas, uh, he was on the Saturday Night Fever album, uh, Blues Image, uh, Joe's great guy, uh, visited, visited him many times in Tampa. Johnny Winter, Keith Emerson, from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Uh, Keith and me talked about the revolving piano that was 
in California Jam. And if you go to Wikipedia, you can find out a little bit about that conversation that me and Keith had, but buy the book. Paul Katner from Jefferson uh, Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Ray Thomas from the Moody Blues, Ronnie Montrose, who I hung out with backstage. Great guy, um, him and his wife, uh, Lisa. Tony Joe White, uh, who taught Elvis lots of things, including giving, giving him a couple of songs to sing while he was on tour, and also try to teach Elvis a little bit more of the guitar, which he was not successful at. David Clayton Thomas from the Blood, uh, Blood, what, uh, I can't talk. Um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Mike Love from the Beach Boys, of course. Tommy Rowe. Uh, Tommy Rowe was on the bill with the Beatles when they uh, came to Washington at the Coliseum. And he's also a big top 40 hit maker. Barry Hay from Golden Earring. Chris Thompson, Man for Man. Uh, Jesse Colin Young, Youngbloods. John Kay from Steppenwolf. Julian Lennon, Mark Lindsay from Paul Revere and the Raiders. Mickey Dolan from the Monkees. Man, the list just goes on and on. Peter Rivera from Rare Earth. Tommy James from the Shondells. Todd Rundgren, Dave Mason, Edgar Winter, Frank Marino. Greg Raleigh from Santana, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Uh We also have Jim Dandy Benton Mangrum from Black Oak, Arkansas. John Anderson from Yes. Of course, Lou Graham from Foreigner. Mick Bach from Uriah Heap. Randy Bachman, VTO, and the Guess Who. The great Robin Trower. Roger Fisher from Heart. Steve Hackett from Genesis. Annie Haslam. The beautiful voice of Renaissance, Melanie Sapka, Petula Clark, Susie Quattro, Colin Blumstone from uh, The Zombies, Dave Davies from The Kinks, Jim McCarty from The Yardbirds, and of course, Pete Best, original Beatle drummer. It's just a fantastic lineup of people over the years that I've had the great pleasure of chatting with, and the hardcover is definitely a collector's item, and it's a great um, table book, coffee table book. Just sit it there on the coffee table and people will be definitely be interested in it. Well, uh, oh, oh, by the way, book review, the uh, literary titan gave us five stars on that. So we're very proud of that. Thank you for listening today and uh, tune in to us next time. Uh, we have a lot of great legends coming up your way, music legends. And uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and peace, everybody. God bless. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Interviewing the Legends. Brought to you by the Publicity Works Agency. Call 941 877-1552 or visit us at publicityworksagency.com specializing in author and music artist publicity plans we shine when we make you shine tune in to interviewing the legends every tuesday at 7 p.m pacific time on bbs radio station one